Welcome to 5 Minutes with Andy. Once a month, Virtual Inc.'s CEO, Andy Freed, will be offering you tips, tricks, and insights into leadership, management, and business skills. In this episode, Andy is joined by Margot Roger, Vice President of Events. Andy and Margot discuss the world of online events and how to keep your virtual events interesting. To tell you more, here's Andy Freed and Margot Roger. I'm joined today by Margot Roger, who is our Vice President of Events here at Virtual. Thanks for coming, Margot. Thanks for having me, Andy. Margo, so you're an events person, which means that uh, there was a time that you traveled all the time and you know did events all over the world. What's the last time you did a face-to-face event? I actually did a face-to-face event the week of March 11th when quarantine began. I flew home on March 15th from an event that we cut short because of uh, COVID-19. And since then, um, what's the online world been like? Are there a lot of things happening? Yes. Um, Most of our clients have had to move pretty quickly into online events. We really just did um, a lot of quick work with them on making sure that we were able to provide something for their members online as quickly as possible or postponing an event just enough time to get some things in the works to make it a great event online. That's the only option right now. And we want to make sure we have options for our members. So, so what's working and not working in those? What are you seeing that's great in online events? And what are the things you're seeing that are just falling flat? Good question. Um, I think, you know, the content itself is easy to get across in an online environment. I think everyone's really familiar with webinars and kind of moving more content online. What's really tricky, and we're still trying to put the pieces together, is how to create an engaging networking experience online. Um, We're experimenting with a lot of different options, um, and I think that's kind of a good and a bad thing. I think on the good side of things, it means people will get back to to in-person events when we can. But for now, we're just really trying to find some unique experiences to get people talking, engaged, and as close to that in-person networking experience as we can. You know, you mentioned that it's easy to deliver the content, but boy, I've seen some things that seem like just disasters on that. Like I know I can't stare at Zoom for an hour and a half and you know, watch somebody give an hour and a half presentation. What are you seeing that's working there? Are shorter things working better? Um, is my attention span just too short to make an hour and a half uh, thing work? You know, what, what are you seeing working and not working for content delivery? Yeah, that's a good uh, question. Um, content delivery, it, what we're seeing is it really is important to mix it up. I think there's, you know, shorter sessions are best. People are consuming content in a different way online than, you know, they're not in a ballroom sitting through three presentations in a row. They are at their computer trying to make their kid lunch and get to the next meeting between their sessions. Um, so we're doing a lot of shorter content, also keeping in mind how to keep the audience engaged through that content. I like panel sessions a lot or fireside chats online because I think just that conversational approach or panel discussion really does keep um, the audience engaged in a way that a standalone presentation sometimes does not. So we've all been on these things where somebody's connection goes down and their face freezes and things don't work. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how you deal with that and you know, are you, do you do a lot of these presentations live where you've got all the challenges of you know, somebody's zooming along and then their uh, kid gets on the Xbox and knocks off their connection? Uh, are you recording things? You know, how, what are you seeing on things like that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's not really um, a 
Zoom meeting, if something, if somebody's not on mute at the wrong time, or if they, their kid pops in, I think that adds a little bit of interest. Um, but when we're really trying to do a larger event um, conference online, want to minimize those sort of distractions or updates um, and make sure that we can record some key sessions in advance. Um, sometimes recording the keynotes is important um, to make sure that those go flawlessly. Making sure that we have the option for Q&A in a different way on those is sometimes helpful. Um, Pre-record the session, but have the speaker available for a live Q&A to do a semi-live session for that. But I think people are a little bit understanding of things that do sometimes go awry with technology. But our job is to really just make it as minimal as possible for for those things to go wrong. And, you know, speaking of the technology, are you, uh, you know, is it a one size fits all? Is like one platform right, you know, right, and you should just be? Uh, is there one platform that's best, or are you using different technologies for? Uh, different meetings and different applications. You know, what, what's best there? It's definitely not a one-size-fits-all um, in terms of the technology. Um, we also encourage our clients to take a step back before they jump to the platform because I think that's a really common, um, people just kind of immediately want to know what platform should we be using and then build their agenda around that. And we try to flip it around a little bit and take a step back and say, what do you want to get across to your attendees? What experience do you want them to have? Because I think one of the things that's really key in online events is to never forget that it's an it's an experience for your attendees, much like that in-person event. Um, so we take a step back, we look at that agenda, and then we work through the platform questions based on how their agenda is looking. Um, how much interaction is there? How much content is there? Um, and then we have a few different kind of paths we take with them. Um, you know, some for some a series of Zoom meetings is fine and works well for what their agenda is. For others, they really need that online environment that looks like a trade show, acts like a trade show. There's sponsor presence, there's exhibitor presence, there's general session, there's a pretend auditorium. So for some others, that's kind of the the level that we look to. So I know you don't have the, you know, you don't have a crystal ball if you um, if you did, I'd ask you harder questions. Like, you know, I want to know what love is. Um, <laughs> you know, can you give me a sense of where you see things heading? You know, do you have a sense of uh, you know, when are we going to return to face-to-face -face events? What are you hearing from your clients? Yeah, I think that's going to um, take place at a longer time period than we originally thought. I think, you know, when I flew back on March 11th from that event that we cut short, um, I wouldn't have expected we would still not have any flights booked or in-person events scheduled. We're seeing in-person events probably on the horizon for mid to this time next year. Um, I think a vaccine is going to be really key. I think people are going to come back for smaller events to start and then larger in-person conferences taking place around this time next year, assuming things kind of continue on the trajectory they are. Got it. Well, it sounds like we're gonna have to get good at the online events thing, and uh, you know, appreciate uh, your sharing some of your insights. I know that you've uh, posted a lot on our on our website and our blog of uh, how to do online events better. So, looks like we better uh, better read that stuff because we'll be at this for a while. Margo, thanks so much for joining. Thank you. And that will do it for this five minutes with Andy. To give feedback on this episode, Sinead Carthy can be reached via email at s c a r. THY at virtualinc.com with the subject line Five Minutes with Andy. To learn more about Virtual Inc., visit our website, virtualinc.com. You've been listening to Five Minutes with Andy. Thanks for joining us. 
The music for this podcast was provided by Kevin McLeod.